If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios, this is Action Sports Chats with Brent Martineau. Hey, welcome in here on a Tuesday at Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. Uh, the road show continues for us here on Action Sports Chats as uh, we are now at St. John's Country Day. And right on the baseball field, I'm actually like in foul territory. So good thing they don't play until 7 o'clock tonight. Our show will be done at 6 o'clock. But uh, appreciate the hospitality. We even have a tent out here today uh, to Looking good, protect Brent. against the sun. So I appreciate that. Um, I don't mind sweating it out, but I appreciate them dropping off a tent as well. We do. Uh, we, we thank them. So St. John's Country Day. Uh, we are here because they have a chance to go to the Final Four uh, with a win tonight against North Florida Christian. Meanwhile, down at Bartram Trail. They will have the same opportunity against Haggerty. Uh, they'll see a big arm tonight. Uh, the Bartram Trail Bears will, but uh, Bartram Trail well-equipped themselves. Should be a good couple of games in the baseball regional finals. Congratulations to the Columbia Tigers as they go for the first time in school history or 100-and-something years. Or I mean, crazy game last night. What a cool moment for those folks out in Lake City, Columbia, as they get a chance to. They have always a quietly good program out in Columbia and uh, they get a chance to go to the Final Four now uh, after a huge walk-off win with a sack fly last night. I was up in Charlton County. Charlton County ended up getting it done, so they are on to the state championship against Metter. Uh, that will take place at Georgia Southern next week in a best of three. Again, they do it different up there. They do it right up there uh, with the best of three. And uh, also stopped by some football, so I had Camden County football. Good crowd, a good atmosphere up there in Camden County to watch the Wildcats uh, play a spring game and, and looked good while, the, while I was there, at least, uh, in the first half. Tonight we've got more spring football, Baker County hosting Creekside, and we have a lot of softball as well, uh, from Middleburg to Baldwin to uh, Providence to Trinity to UC to Oakleaf to more. Uh, so good luck to all the teams out there. This is just a really fun time if you like local, local, local sports as all this championship season. And, and we are loaded with talent on the baseball and softball fields, uh, giving a run at a uh, state championship. Brent Martineau here at St. John's Country Day until 6 o'clock. Casey Kurtz back there as well. We've got Zach training, I think, uh, on the board. So you might uh, get introduced to Zach along the way over these next couple of weeks and hopefully for um, more time to come. Uh, so good to be here on a Tuesday, and uh, I can't get away from Tom Brady, Casey. I mean, You're Tom obsessed. Brady is everywhere. Like, I'm not obsessed, but he, they make us be obsessed with Tom Brady. Like, why is Tom – are we – is he oversaturating the market? Is he saturating the market? Is that a little redundant? Can you oversaturate the market? Um, I, I just feel like it's Tom, Tom, Tom. Like, there's a new Netflix show coming out about roasting Tom. Do you roast somebody when they're still playing – and I saw something else today on social media, like it's the hottest ticket in the NFL is Tampa, including like one of the games they're playing. I forget which one. I mean, the Tom Brady effect, and it's like he's running the NFL right now uh, to the degree and, and impacting the NFL to the degree that, that like a LeBron has at times over the years, Michael used to do in the NBA. I'm not sure we've ever seen one singular player run the NFL the way Tom has. It feels like the impact. And by the way, He's not even the best quarterback anymore in the NFL. Him, How Brent. strange is that? Well, no, no, I mean, I don't say that in a negative way, but 
Would anybody say Tom Brady's the the best quarterback in the NFL right now? Probably not, but top five? Yeah, no, listen, he's still very good. I mean, he couldn't be, like, washed up and be getting this kind of attention. I get it, but, I mean, he is, I mean, he, he is, like, getting a ton of attention um, just for about everything. Are you tired of Tom? Like, I'm not tired of Tom. I'm just asking the question, are we tired of Tom? I know you're not tired of him, but, um, like, I don't know. I'm not tired of him, but I'm not going to, like, watch the Netflix show. One, I don't have Netflix. And two, like, Tom Brady doesn't make me want to buy it. So I'm probably set on the show, even though I don't even know what it's about. But, like, it doesn't – I don't know. I don't, I don't need to see Tom Brady on Netflix is what I'm getting at. Like, the documentary, okay. I guess I get it. But him not playing football, at the moment, I'm good to the point where I don't need to see that. Yeah, like, have there been athletes that you've gotten tired of with all the yeah. attention? Like, did, have, have we gotten tired of, uh, let's just say, a guy like LeBron? I think, yeah, I mean, I, I want to say, yeah, really bad because of Brian Middleton will make him mad. So that's <laughs> super in my head for that's this. one way to do it. But... I don't know. I think it helps Tom Brady's case that for so long he did none of this, right? Like, LeBron's always been out there and available, if you will, like the decision. That was a thing that Tom Brady would never do, and LeBron did it. So I think it's easier to be fatigued with LeBron because he's been doing these things more often than Brady, who was just playing quarterback for the Patriots for a long time and not really saying anything other than on the football field. Yeah, I'm trying to think over the years. Like, Tiger Woods has been about as saturated as an athlete as we can get, but we almost can't get enough of him. I don't yeah. know if there's been that guy in baseball. I think Michael Jordan at times during his career, although he lived in a different era with no social media, I think LeBron has been that way. And by the way, I think there would be a lot less, like, critic of LeBron if LeBron didn't take on social issues and stuff more than maybe any athlete that we know. That's right? true. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen – there's political connections at times to Tom Brady, but that doesn't seem to bother anybody because he doesn't talk about it. Yeah, agreed. You know what I mean? Yes, like, agreed. There's, there's social influence from LeBron where he has shows about it and isn't afraid to speak his mind. And uh, given some of the circumstances of the last couple of years, like I think he's lost a lot of favor with people that just automatically dismiss or cancel people based on some of their thoughts. Um and, and so I think that makes him a little bit of a different animal in that regard. And so are we really fatigued of LeBron or are we fatigued of the way LeBron thinks or some people fatigued of the way LeBron thinks? I think it's more the latter. I, I don't really – I don't think we ever tire from greatness, I guess is what I'm saying. When we have a chance to see great athletes, I don't know if we ever tire from it. Yeah. Yeah, I do hear what you're saying. In terms of baseball, I've just been thinking about it. I think right now that guy would be Otani because, like, he's been everywhere for the last two years. I'm not sick of it. That's not definitely not what I'm saying. But um, I wonder how people outside of, like, New York and, I guess, Yankees fans with Jeter. Because it feels like Jeter was everywhere because he was that dude. Now, granted, I've told you, he's my favorite player. So when I was a kid and Jeter was, like, on commercials or, like, the shoes came out, like, I was hyped because I love Jeter. But I wonder if Jeter's a guy that people uh, could get that vibe about outside of, like, Yankees fans. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, I honestly don't. Now, I grew up in New England around Jeter. I covered uh, Jeter in, in the Albany days for, like, a handful of years, so it was a lot of Yankee stuff. And But I don't think that's the case. I, I don't know that for sure, but I don't think because – I'll be honest with you. As big as the Yankees were, as big as Jeter is, I'm not sure he was, like, still, like, the alpha mega star of baseball the way – LeBron has been, Michael was, Tiger is, Brady is. And I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I, I, I just don't know if baseball has had 
that kind of star. Baseball has an Otani kind of star, but it's not like he's still, I, I mean, he's having trouble still transcending the sport, in my opinion. Jeter did transcend the sport to some degree, uh, but let's be honest, Derek Jeter as a player did not have the career as good as he is and as good as he was, and he's terrific. He doesn't have the career of the Tigers, the Michaels, the the, the LeBrons, the no, he doesn't. The, the Bradys, right? I mean, he just doesn't have that kind of career. And uh, he has star power, but he doesn't have that kind of career, in my estimation. Yeah, but there's, I guess, there's just not a good example for baseball. But in fairness, I think to baseball, like Tom Brady, he can't win by himself, but you definitely can't win without him. And it's the same thing with LeBron and Michael. Like they, they can't win by themselves, but they're like 85 percent of why they can win. And in baseball, I think it's just harder to identify somebody like that. A-Rod might be that guy if he didn't, you know, have all the steroid problems. Because he was, A-Rod did have that career. You take the steroids out of it, which I know you can't, but 3,000 hits, 696 home runs. Like, A-Rod had that career and was in New York, but the yeah. steroids just take away from that. But that would be the example, in my opinion, if that part wasn't Well, listen, the, the, the guy that would, A-Rod, I would differ with you a little bit. I don't even know if it's the steroids, man. I think he's just not as likable as a lot of these other guys. There's something that's a little unlikable about Alex Rodriguez. Even before, though? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Now, that might be a bit biased. You know, I mean, we got a little Red Sox-Yankees thing going on there. Like, I mean, if you go to Seattle, no. If you go to Texas, no. But as soon as he got to New York, even the Jeter, I mean, I think there were New York fans that kind of were torn between Jeter and, and A-Rod. You know, yeah, like who's the sure. bigger star? And guess what? A-Rod's probably the better overall gifted player, but my guy's Jeter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, do. I think there was a little bit of, I wouldn't call it infighting, and then the steroids gave them a reason to not like him as much, right? It gave people a reason to say, yeah, this guy's kind of annoying. Um, the funny thing is, like, A-Rod was more annoying for me, probably solely based on the Veritech thing and that he was a Yankee. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it was the Veritech. No, it wasn't the Veritech. Yes, it was Veritech. It was Veritech, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But And it started with the push of the glove and, and mm -hmm. all that thing at first base. So, um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so, like, but that was annoying, like, to see a superstar act like a little leaguer. Yeah. You know? Like, in, it, but that also was Red Sox-Yankees. That was emotion. That was, so there was a lot going on there. Um, you know, here's the game. Here's the thing. Baseball would have that guy if Ken Griffey Jr. played in the last 15 years. True. But he didn't. And, like, that's our go-to. It's like, okay, Ken Griffey Jr., Ken Griffey Jr. Well, Ken Griffey Jr. played – it's odd to say this. He played uh, – when did he end his career? Like 2005? Uh, no, 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 no. Definitely 2002? Like, no, like 13. 2008? No, two, he was that recent? Yeah. He was on the – I'm pretty sure he was on the team in 2008 that played the Rays in that playoff series. They lost. So 13 too <laughs> long, but he's definitely in that, that range for sure. Golly, he played that long. I, I, mm -hmm. I was thinking that eighty-nine. I was thinking that eighty-nine upper deck card. Um, oh yeah. And and I, see, that's the Griffey I'm talking about. Like the Griffey of the first ten years, twelve years. Heck, give me fifteen years. That's the guy. If he had played the last fifteen years, would have been the mega star in a different way. Two thousand ten. Wow, so he's out in two thousand ten. Gosh, I can't believe he played that long. Played until he was forty. I didn't realize he went back to Seattle. I guess I forgot that. Yeah, kind of right at the end there. Yeah. Um, well, so yeah. So anyway, do we get tired of athletes? And I guess the answer is no. Uh, not greatness. Not. Well, I think we get tired of some athletes, like, but I think we don't get tired of great athletes. I think could you see, 
if you see great athletes, you want to see him more. And again, Tiger's the ultimate of this because he's gone away. Oh, I and got, then he comes back. I got one for you, Michael Phelps. Did we get tired of him? Did we? I don't know. I didn't. But like, I could. He won everything for so long. I could see people having that opinion on him. But if we're talking about athletes, like that's. To me, that's one that these other guys are like team sport athletes. I get it. They're still great. But Michael Phelps, for a time, was the greatest of the great. And if you're, I don't want to say anti-winning, but the dude won all the medals in Beijing that one year and then won again and won before that. So, like, I feel like that's a guy, if you're talking about greatness, did we get sick of him? I don't know. I personally did not, but I have a feeling other people could have. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a good question. I, I, I can tell you this. You know who we're tired of right now? What Phil Mickelson. That's true. But that's not really for, you know, that. Well, I mean, he's a big sports star that I think we're right now fatigued about. But, yes, for different yeah, – yeah. he's more of the A-Rod thing where it's like he's done something that makes him a little bit yeah. less likable. Because right. when he won last year, I think we all loved him. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, um, I guess it's hard if you're great to fall out of grace if you don't – if it's just solely, like, baseball stuff. I guess, or sports stuff in general. Like, yeah. if there's nothing else attached to it, if you're great, you're kind of like great, like Gretzky. Gretzky's just great. Gretzky is great, and a guy that we never tired of because we probably didn't hear about enough. Played in Edmonton and then True. in L.A. No, that's a good call. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Brady got me thinking about that today because I saw another Netflix thing. I don't even know what this thing's going to be, like a roast. I mean, I, again, I have a hard time criticizing Brady because now he's going to put him out, himself out there to be like, made fun of well true you know i mean like how do you not like that self-deprecating humor is fantastic like that's 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 a an admirable trait and now you've got this it's almost like brady brady's like all right tired of the i'm tired of the pats on the backs right like stop giving me compliments like i'm tired of tell me t people telling me how great i am like i kind of know it mm. i understand it but it's like almost embarrassing so I wonder if he almost signs up for this thing thinking, let's go the other side of this. Let's let's have some fun with it. I mean, because, I can, I can I respect mean, to be it. honest with you, he's bulletproof, man. I mean, he's he, he well, can yeah. do nothing. I mean, I say nothing within reason to to hurt his legacy, harm his legacy. What a great place to be. You know, what a great place. Like Michael Jordan going the Wizards could never, even though it wasn't good, couldn't hurt his legacy. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, whatever he chooses to do, he could go play in the USFL tomorrow if he wants, and it's not going to hurt his legacy. Tampa Bay Bandits, baby. I mean, I, I guess, to be honest with you, the one legacy-hurting piece out there in any sport might be golf. This Saudi league, could it hurt the legacy of a guy like Phil? Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I like where you're going with that. Um yeah, I mean, I think that's one thing where, like, in the examples you just gave, I, besides the USFL one, but nobody would care. Like, when Jordan went to the Wizards, like, still the NBA, right? There's no competitive situation with the bad blood now that the Saudi League may have towards the PGA Tour. So I think if there were something like that, then, yeah, you could easily make the claim, like, oh, he's a sellout situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't – yeah, true, true. And I think that's where the situation is with the golf. So, anyway, uh, Tom Brady – Always in the spotlight, and we have room for him on our show. I feel like we talked more about Tom Brady in the last, like, six months yeah, than in his entire career. Now, again, if you're in New England, you're talking about Tom Brady all the time. If you're on ESPN, you're probably talking about Tom Brady all the time, NFL Network all the time. But, like, 
I, I just, I, I, I'm fascinated by athletes and the psychology that we have as like fans and even media around athletes. And I did this for a long time when I talked about Mike Tyson, right? Tyson is this animalistic athlete that is unrelatable and barbaric. And now everybody wants to give the guy a hug where he goes and beats up a guy on a plane and they've got his back. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and so, like, there's almost like you want to – there's just this weird relationship with Mike Tyson and his transformation over the years, by the way. He was transformed into a much better human being um, along the way. Then I look at a guy like Tiger, and I see Tiger who was – we loved him because he was, like, robotic. And we've never – he was the golf version of the Terminator. Mm-hmm. We've never seen anything like it. And then, I mean, it's still polarizing, so some people don't like it personality-wise. He, again, has some issues and uh, not really probably the ultimate role model. But then in the last five to seven years, it's like we all love Tiger. Tiger's not polarizing anymore. Sure, there are a few people that don't like Tiger, but very few. Like, again, you want to put your arms around it. You're rooting for the comeback story. You want one more moment, selfishly. Tiger's a weird athlete in that sense. And then I think that Brady has is very unlike the other two, but I think Brady is a fascinating athlete that we covered. We we got to the point where we actually were tired of him because he was wearing a Patriots uniform. 100%. Right? Mm-hmm. We got to the point where, like, just retire, man. Like, you've done enough. Let somebody else win. We don't want you and Belichick winning anymore. That's facts. That's how I felt. And, and so we got to that point. And then he left. And now he's become almost a bigger star than he was for 20 years when he won six Super Bowls. Like, yeah. I feel like he is bigger than he ever has been, and this is at age 42, 43, and 44 of his life. I would agree with that. I think it's now – like, I think people could have got sick of him winning all, all the time with Belichick, like I did, like I just said that. So I think now, yes, he still won, but it just feels different. Like, that's the only way I can describe it to you. Like, it just, it is different. He's he's a different person now, or he's the same person he was, but we actually get to see it now. I think that helps, and it makes me like, hey, you know what? I could like Tom Brady. Like, I, I, well, I don't know why I hated him this whole time. He's he's kind of a cool guy. So that's kind of the vibe that I get with it. Yeah, I think he is more popular now than he ever was in his career. And, by the way, we see this in, in life and in sports. Like, athletes, in my estimation are either popular or not when they're playing, but when they retire, especially the great ones, there's like a bump, right? There's a spike. Like if you were doing the memorabilia thing or the card trading thing mm-hmm. from Davoli's House of Cards or at Palm Beach Autographs and Memorabilia, you'd be like, okay, you're going to get a bump here. And then the other time we do that is when they die. Yep. Like, like when they retire and when they die. Mm-hmm. Well, Brady hasn't done either. Well... And at the back end, well, he has kind of retired and then yeah. come back, but that was for a minute. But uh, when he co- but the bump right now of him in the last three years is something I, unlike, I don't know if we've ever seen. I, I don't know if we've ever seen anything like it that's relatable, where he might not be as good a football player as he was, but he's pretty close, still wins a Super Bowl, and is now more popular, likable than even he was in the previous 20 years when he actually set all this in motion to become the greatest quarterback of all time. Character development, Brent. That's why they call it that. That's it. He's a fascinating exercise in character development. Hey, by the way, another fascinating exercise. Delphonic wants to know when's the roast of Brent Martineau since we're roasting Tom Brady. 
<laughs> well, it's, I don't know if there's a lot to roast. Well, it probably is a lot to roast. Uh, that could be boring. No. Could be a good net. And probably not. I'm not sure that's a good Netflix show. Well, I'm not saying maybe Netflix. Maybe like a town hall here in Jacksonville. So the people. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, maybe Trent Falky can host it. I think, you know, he's deserving, right? And we can pull up the picture again. It, it'll be a moment, Brent. I think it'll be fantastic. But uh, we got the people asking. We're going to have to give them what they deserve. The roast of Brent Martineau coming soon. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We're live at St. John's Country Day. It is blistering hot here on a uh, Tuesday. Um, drink plenty, plenty of water, baby. Plenty of fluids. I should take my own advice. Uh, we'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. It was an interesting and I don't know if that's the right word for it, maybe devastating uh, potential injury today in, uh, in an NFL comeback. How do we feel about that in injuries in general? You talk about the psychology of sports and maybe there's nothing more challenging uh, than an injury. We've got another one in the NFL if you haven't seen this yet. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 when we come back. Gronk's probably going to play. He's taking his time. There's nothing new to report right now. The Bucks are just sort of waiting, but they believe that Gronk is going to be their tight end in 2022. This could be just a little nudge to Tampa Bay, like, hey, I could retire unless you sweeten the pot, throw a little money my way, get me a better contract for next year. That is Jeremy Fowler from ESPN, and he is talking about Rob Gronkowski. Kind of a forgotten piece, really of the puzzle as uh heck i feel like we're doing talk radio in tampa today tampa espn 690 today brett we got lightning <laughs> talk as well oh we do i don't know maybe let's go bolts maybe. they play tonight you know what i'm saying <laughs> um welcome back everybody st john's country day the spartans at home and i forgot to mention and shame on me by the way this is the uh, lady spartans i think that's what they'd be called but st john's country day softball team is also playing. They're playing at Trinity Christian today. So they're in the uh, softball's in the regional semis. Baseball's in the regional finals. So two big ones at home. And then there's a few on the road, like Fernandina Beach is on the road. Bishop Kenny's on the road. Uh, who am I leaving out there? Bishop Kenny's at Sewanee. So that you can maybe hear us uh, out in Sewanee. Um, it's, it's fascinating to me. We don't cover Sewanee and, like, let's just say, like a Fort White mm-hmm. uh, team from, like, a TV perspective very much uh but like i see like the newspaper does like sewanee to me is not in our viewing area from tv so like we'd never cover sewanee right but like the newspaper covers them like they're a local team it always throws me off a little bit so like it very close to this is like union county i think union county by the way Maybe baseball and softball still in the mix. They are right on the fringe of our viewing area. Uh, and I feel like we do cover some of their football, not all of their football. Um, so, again, like we go up to last night to Charlton County. That's not like an everyday occurrence, but they're, I mean, they get CBS 47 and Fox 30, and they sure as heck get ESPN 6. Yeah, they do. Um, but if that was just the case, we'd be covering Savannah, too, and Melbourne. And Those if Savannah got, bananas. <laughs> everywhere you get. Uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston, South Carolina goes up and down the coast. So, um, But the TV viewing is different than, obviously, the radio listening uh, and then also the newspaper covering, I guess. Uh, so that part fascinates me. Mm-hmm. A question I have today. What you got? And it relates to high school. 
Uh, but it's not going to, I'm not going to talk about it right this second. But uh, we'll, we'll bring it up later on. But I want to get you thinking about it. All right. I took some heat on social media. Sounds about right. When, yeah, sounds about right. When I said, well, I didn't take as much heat for this team, St. John's Country Day. St. John's Country Day is very good. Okay. Very good. Like to the point where I was almost surprised they lost last year in the state final four. And they had a lot coming back. They have two kids on their team that could be drafted in the first four rounds. That's pretty legit. That's pretty unusual in high school. And by the way, like you can make the case from a high school player standpoint, Finn Howell, who bats third in their lineups going to UNF, like might be a better career high school player than the other two that are going to be drafted potentially. Uh, and Brad Hodges, I mean, listen, we could argue and debate that, I understand. But Brad Hodges is going to Virginia. Jordan Taylor's uh, scheduled to go to Florida State, but I mean, I think he's going to go in the draft. So, uh, and then they have other players that I'm not even mentioning that are good. Like, they are legitimately really good. Mm-hmm. And so, but the one I took heat for was back before the season started, Bartram Trail, they, were, they kept adding more commitments. Well, when you add it all up, they've got 16 or 17 kids committed on that roster. From Division One to Division Two to Division Three to, you know, to junior colleges, seventeen kids committed, and I said, like, I think they're one of the best. They might be the most talented on paper team ever assembled in a public school standpoint, from this area, and I knew right away I'd get some Sandalwood, old Sandalwood teams, and Inglewood teams that would probably say, yeah, whatever. Well, it wasn't just that. I took like I've had people bring that tweet up like so many times over the last Uh-oh. few months. Well, I'm getting you, Brent. I mean, it's fine. They got the receipts. And I don't even know what it means. It's just like, that's pretty impressive to amount of talent coming out of a public school, you know? Um, It's different a little bit in the private school. Like, these kids, some of these kids are not from, like, right here. And, you know, they're a little bit of an advantage, like Eternity Christians or the Bulls or whatever, um, for various reasons, uh, have kids from all over. So, like, they're often more talented on a lot of, they'll have more of these kind of seasons than probably the public schools. Public school, yeah, this is like a one in maybe forever season at Bartram Trail. Mm-hmm. And they're always going to be good in baseball, but this might be a one in forever season. And so I guess what I'm getting at is my question is, mm-hmm. there are a lot of folks that, that grew up around here. If you think about basketball teams, and if you think about football teams, if you think about baseball, softball, whatever sport you want to talk about, uh, like, I think lacrosse, I think, like, Ponte Vedra's had some really good ones recently. But that's a fresh sport. It's a new sport. You're not going to have a lot of different. Who, is, who are some of the best teams that have come out of Jacksonville in high school? I mean, think about all the state championships, University Christian ones. Trinity Christian has won. Uh, I don't know if they're characterized as some of the best teams that ever come out of Jacksonville. I'm not the local historian here. I've only been here 15 years. Uh, I think Bowles football is one that comes to mind like back in, I think, the 96 team. Maybe it was the 98 team. I think it was the 96 team uh, that people bring up to me a lot. So, anyway, think about that if you're, you're driving around and, and you're uh, not ready to share or text or tweet or whatever. Um, but uh, that is a thought I have today and a question, and maybe we'll discuss a, a few of the answers. Um, it's not an easy – by the way, it's a very debatable topic, right? I mean, what yeah. makes it the best? And if you have this great collection, do you have to win a state championship to be considered one of the best? Probably. Yeah, I, I don't know if I buy that as much. Okay. Because I, I just think there's a lot of friction. I mean, you can – especially – I feel it in Georgia more. If you did do best of three, then maybe I'd be more apt to consider that. But, like, I can tell you this. Like, I know Bartram. Bartram's going to run into a guy throwing 94-95 tonight going to UCF. And – 
then you know the Stoneman Douglas program. Yeah. They're going to run into them next. That is true. Well, Stoneman Douglas is like top three in the country. Like, I, I don't – I mean, it's hard. Just sometimes you're – heck, I'll give you one tonight. Baldwin's been one of the best teams in softball in the state all year. All right. And they had to play Episcopal in round one, who's very good. They had to play Florida High today, who I think also is top 20 in the state. And if they beat them, they got to play Providence. Like, sometimes you're just in, like, this crazy bracket. Group of death, classification, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that should take away from how good you really were. I've... And I do think from, from my – I think Bartram, for them to make Brent right, they need to win tonight. So they can get – I think getting to a Final Four is pretty dang good in, in, uh, in the state of Florida and baseball. Um, I know you still want to get the ultimate. Uh, but I was actually thinking of this. How many teams have won state championships in baseball from this area? I, I don't know that answer. I know Bowles has. Uh, I, I think, uh, obviously, like Bishop Kenny has. Englewood has. I think Sandalwood back in the day did. Uh, probably not a lot. And then once you take public school and you classify it that way, now you're talking about even less. Uh, by the way, Pontevedra did win a state championship in baseball. Nice, I think, also won a, recently won a state championship in baseball. So it's happened, but I'm just telling you the list isn't long. Like the list in football, I think, is a lot longer. I like would how many, that. Yeah. How many football state championships we've won uh, here in the Jacksonville area. So anyway, uh, I probably spent too much time on that as it is, uh, but I thought I'd get your head spinning a little bit with some of the best teams you can remember. Oh, it's spinning. Um, in Jacksonville, not yours, oh. everybody listening. Well, mine's still spinning. And, and my favorite part about this, Casey, because go ahead, think about it from where you're from. If I ask that question. Oh, yeah, I can right? do that, yeah. And, and think about it like where I'm from. Like, I don't even know where my mind goes. I'm from Rhode Island. How many great teams? The teams that thought they were good probably weren't even that good anyway, you know, True. Uh, in Rhode yeah. Island. So now that I've seen baseball and football in, places, uh, in other places, oh, yeah. which is way better than back home in Rhode Island. Uh, but it's always debatable, and I think there is this old school versus new school. Like if you grew up and you played high school ball in the 90s uh, or in the early 2000s, you're like, oh, yeah, we were way better. You know, it's always, that's why you go drink at the bar, man. I mean, because you tell those kind of stories and you debate that stuff. That's what makes it fun uh, along the way. So that's why we have a radio show. Yeah, it is. Without the drink. No Although drinks. I could use one right now. I got um, Coke Zero. Not from the fridge, though. Did I tell you the <laughs> fridge broke, by the way? Uh, your fridge broke. I heard that. I yeah. saw that on Twitter, actually. Three days. Um, uh, breakfast sandwich, though. We got it, Brent. Okay, so great. You sent me a picture of your breakfast sandwich. Yeah, I did because I thought you were invested when they told me to come back tomorrow. That's the I was sandwich. partially invested, but I appreciate the, the conclusion of the story. Well, next time, just tell me you don't care and I'll move on with life. But, yeah, I woke up. And I had no plans to go get the breakfast sandwich. I took credit for something I didn't do. I'll give the credit where it deserves, though. I wake up. Amanda's like, hey, just so you know, I went and got the sandwiches. I said, what? She's like, yeah, I'm not letting us lose the money like that. Amanda's very um, very good about that kind of stuff. She'll return stuff, and she's going to get her money's worth. And sure enough, she went over there and was like, <laughs> was like, hey, was like, hey, you know, we were supposed to get two sandwiches yesterday. They told us to come back. And believe it or not, they were like, oh, yeah, for sure. And they made it, and it was good. Like, so, well done by So, was it worth the 24-hour wait? <laughs> well, I don't know about all that because, you know, I was hungry yesterday. But, now, granted, I wasn't getting hungry this morning. So, in a way, it was free, Brent. Depends on how you look at it. Okay. Uh, did they give you an extra one? No, but the egg that was on it was, like, huge. So, I think, like, they – and, and <laughs> there, was, there was a ton of bacon, too. So, I think they did me a little favor. Uh, so, you know, I'm not mad at them. You know, it's all good. I'm glad I didn't trash them on the air. I'm not going to lie to you. I would have felt <laughs> extremely bad today. Uh, yeah, that's a, I'm glad you didn't do Character it. Character development, Brent. 
By the way, I do have a conclusion to the toothpaste story from last week. Oh, good. We've been waiting. I was complaining about the toothpaste spilling all over, and I blamed my wife and texted her for it. That was literally last Tuesday as well. That was a week ago. Well, what happened is she was at lunch with somebody when I sent her that text. I I read the text like, this is on you. Like, I've been trying not to spill the toothpaste, but it was on you, and it's all over the counter. And so I guess whoever she was eating with said, hey, let me show you this. She goes on Amazon, and the next day I've got, or two days later, I've got this thing on toothpaste. It's like a toothpaste um, plug. Oh, you, you rip off the 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 ketchup bo- bottle kind of uh, cover. Yeah, and you put this like plug on there. Like it, it looks like almost like the end of an eraser on a pencil. Oh, I don't like that at all. And and so it plugs up the toothpaste. Like it's okay. Like, They're not selling it. Yeah. It, yeah, it's okay. Like it was probably on the Shark Tank. Like it's got to uh, be a Shark Tank thing. Man, that's a shot. You're getting shots at everybody. Shark Tank included. No, I love Shark Tank. Shark Tank's awesome, but like, by the way, this guy's probably killing it. Like, I'm just saying it's okay. Like, it's it's good, but it's okay. it's not like great. And so I actually thought about that. I was like, there's no doubt this guy was on Shark Tank, and now he's probably making millions. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And and well, you guys bought in. We're all trying. It. Yeah. Like, I mean, I complain about the toothpaste for the first time in my life, and 48 hours later, I got this thing on my toothpaste. I mean, that uh, is pretty the, crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, so. I'm sure, how many people did that? Probably cost like a dollar fifty, and and here we are. We've all got it. We tried it out. Even if we don't like it, it's still probably pretty good. True. And again, I don't hate it. It's just not awesome. You definitely don't love it, though. You know? Yeah, not yet. Maybe I'm just not used to it. It's a weird thing. It's hard to describe it, but um, it's like a gel type deal as a cover, and. Hmm. I still feel like I'm getting toothpaste on my hands every time I open the tooth. Yeah. Every time I go brush my teeth. Well, on the bright side, you can just wash your hands. You know, you already got the water uh, going. Yeah, you know? I do that. I mean, that's easy. And at least now it's not all over the counter. <laughs> that's, that's true. You know what I always think about when I think of Shark Tank and money makers? I absolutely cannot imagine. I, it's the person who came up with the stopper in the coffee. Like at Starbucks. Oh, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That green thing? Yeah. You know, now everybody has them, right? Yeah. So, like, can you imagine being the person that came up with that? Like, genius idea. I'm genius. not going to lie to you. I don't know what it does. Like, it just keeps it warm or what? No, it keeps it from spilling out of the open top, like where you sip from. Oh. I never put that together, to be honest with you. Like, I never want enough coffee, man. No, I, I do. I just, like, when I go to, like, Wawa where you make your own, I don't put the thing in. I just go on in my life. And then it spills, ironically, every time. So And it spills. And out of the Wawa cap, it actually spills out of, like, both sides of the cap. Yeah, you're an experienced Because there's a little coffee. hole. Yes, yeah. there's a hole, like, on the on the cap. There's two different holes, yeah. Like the old Dixie cap or whatever it is there called. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And it spills a little bit out of there. It does. You're right. Listen, don't test me with coffee. Coffee and soda. Like, I can do a whole segment on styrofoam cups if you want. I got one right now. Yeah. Uh, soda's way better with styrofoam cup. Amen, brother. But not good for the environment. Man, not very good. Let's get we'll back. be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. We'll get back to sports. Remember now, your favorite high school teams, the best high school teams in different sports. Who are they? Chime in. We'll be back on ESPN 690. Right now, I think the Saints are. I think the Saints are the best team. I think the Saints have worked to be the more complete team. If Penning, the tackle that they drafted in the first round, is a guy who can play well, hold up, and protect Jameis Winston, I believe that the New Orleans Saints are the better team in the NFC South right now. Yeah, who is that? 
Brian Clark. Brian Clark, you're out of your mind. I know you get paid to say some stuff, but come on. They are not better. They have Jameis Winston as their quarterback, and you haven't seen him play in however long. They are not better. Like, give me their tackle. Like, that was the key guy. Like, that's got to – how about the key guy being Jameis? I mean, it makes sense, you know. Checks out. Trevor Penning, though. He's that dude. We're going to find Trevor out. Trevor Penning. I think that's his name. I know it's Penning. I'm not sure if it's Trevor. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Tariq Cohen. Uh-huh. Were you, like, all over him in the fantasy world a few years back? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I've been known to have Tariq Cohen on my team once or twice. Absolutely. Um, it, well, he just they put out a workout video today. He's been hurt, right? Like, he mm-hmm. really hasn't done much in years. He's been hurt anyway, battling. Yeah. And so you come back, and you come back, and you come back, and then today, I guess he was doing, like, an Instagram Live, and it's just showing him, like, backpedaling and doing a drill. And it looks like he goes down. Now, I don't think there's word unless since I saw that video, there's word of officially what it is. But it looks like he's hurt again. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, injuries are just the worst. It's part of it. Yeah. It's just the worst. I mean, I can tell you this. Here's how bad. I, again, we, know, we live in this baseball world. Like, Bishop Kenny's won 12 in a row. And I don't want to put anybody else's business out there too much. So I'll just tell you this. Like, the guy that they probably is their ace guy and definitely is their ace guy and their one win away from the Final Four is now shut down. Like, oh. terrible timing. Um, Why? What happened? It looks like it's an elbow of some uh, sort. So, uh, But, again, I don't know all the details, but, I mean, it looks sounds like it's not, not the good, good kind, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just even that, or, like, we've been around enough NFL players with the Jags. Like, when you're hurt, it's like you forget. I mean, Allen Robinson was such a good player around here. He gets hurt that year on, like, the first or second play against Houston. Mm-hmm. And they go to the AFC Championship game, and we, like, forgot that they did it without Allen Robinson. That's a good call. Like, they didn't even go. Like, we forgot that he was on the team. And that's awful. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure they didn't, but we did. Like, most people, if you're not, you just don't feel a part of the team. I've talked to a lot of players about this, and I, I feel for them uh, because I think it is singularly the hardest thing to overcome. And I'm not talking the physical part of the injury. There's plenty of doctors and the best doctors and the best recoveries and the best workout and people to get you motivated to overcome injuries at the high level, especially when you're getting paid big big bucks to do it. But the emotional and the psychological stress and and what it puts on you um, to not be a part of that team, not feel a part of something pretty special like that year, I, I think that's really difficult, genuinely a difficult thing to do. Uh, so there's a lot. Injuries suck because it hurts. Injuries suck because you can't play. But m- the biggest impact on injuries, I think, at really the pro-, pro level and maybe even like the big-time collegiate level, is the psychology of it all. Is and that you just, if you're not playing, you're really not a part of it. Like DJ Chark, he tried to be around, but was he part of it last year? Etn too. I mean, ETN, like ETN said, it actually was kind of joked, like it might have been a good thing mm-hmm. in that respect, given the circumstances here in Jacksonville. But, you know, like it really feels like DJ Chark hasn't been a Jaguar now for almost two years. Yeah. No, I, I actually agree with that. So I, I just think, uh, and then by the way, Cohen's a different situation. Cohen, I don't know, like do you think he's, is any team really that interested in him? 
it, it, you know, is, are his better days behind him, I would say, coming off all these injuries most likely. Uh, but the guy's trying to give it his one more, and he's working hard. I mean, the, the amount of work, everybody knows this, right? I mean, heck, if you got a bad back, you know this. It, the amount of work that it takes to come back in therapy and, uh, and again, all that emotional part of it, and then they get hurt again. Uh, I just hate it, man. I hate it. I hate it for everybody that has to go through it. It's brutal. Uh, and it's it's just a. I think it's a much harder. We are so numb to injuries in sports because we hear about them all the time. Right. But like, take Clay Thompson. Okay. Like that must have been off. What did he do? Was it Achilles and ACL? Yes, Achilles first. I mean, are you kidding me? Like an Achilles, you're gone for a year. You come back for like a day, and you have like an ACL. That's what it felt like. I don't, I don't know what the time it was. No, that's exactly that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine that? Like, and now he's back. Like I thought it was a really cool story this year when he came back. Yeah, it was. It was a fantastic story, and I think going along with what's going on with Tariq Cohen, I mean, it's brutal. You miss all last year, and then literally. Like last week or maybe two weeks ago now, he wrote an article about kind of how he was struggling mentally with dealing with all of that and dealing with the injury, and you finally get back to the point where you're healthy. And, look, he's not like a three-down back or anything, but you get him the ball in space, he can make things happen. So he thinks he has an opportunity and then gets hurt again. You played ball. I mean, were you hurt? Because you were a pitcher, weren't you? Yeah, but, you know, I played some first base as well. But I got hurt sophomore year like running the bases and I was like out the whole year it sucked so yes I've been hurt it's funny but like I wasn't hurt I wasn't hurt much in my playing days like anytime uh and I remember like I tore ligaments in my thumb when I was like a kid but I mean I was like 11 or 12 or something like that and it was outside of baseball season so I don't think it mattered much yeah hurt playing in the backyard I guess but um I think I had a cast on the and then my senior year I got I I basically ran into a fence catching a fly ball. My foot got stuck and twisted my ankle pretty bad in center field. And, but I wasn't playing that much that year to begin with. Um, like, I was playing sparingly. And so then I was, like, tried to play on it, and I couldn't play on it. And then I tried and actually injured it again in the dog pile when we won the conference tournament. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, again, like, I wasn't going to – at that point, like, I wasn't the everyday person, you know. And so – I mean, heck, in my own little world, it probably gave me an excuse why I wasn't the everyday person, you know? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, and, and it was an ankle. It was like a high ankle sprain type thing. So it's nagging, but it's not like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? The worst part about it is you just never know when you can come back. So I, I never had one of these, like, major surgeries or things like that. They are so commonplace now, like even in the youth sports scene, um, but definitely in high school and definitely in college. And, I mean, every flame-throwing pitcher, the colleges know it and the big leagues know it that you're going to have Tommy John surgery at some point. Mm-hmm. They, like, know it. They, like, work it into, like, your plan, your your outlook. Like, I think we're going to get to a point some 15, 20 years down the road that if you haven't had Tommy John, you are, like, a unicorn. Oh, 100%. 100%. I think, I mean, keep in mind, yeah, they're building it in that early on. Because, I mean, even when I was playing, like, we were 10, and, like, we were playing high-level baseball at 10. And we had kids that were, uh, we called it a pistol that we were throwing because we couldn't throw a curveball because we just couldn't. We were throwing a pistol. Like, no wonder that kind of stuff is happening. And for me, at least, I never had, like, I had some trouble with my arm, but, like, I know there's kids that I know that before even to college were having Tommy John, like, in high school, like, kind of like we were just talking about. But, like, it's so common now 
And I think it has to do with when you're playing that high level at 9-10, it's going to catch up with you when you're throwing that many innings. Because at 9 and 10 years old, how many good pitchers do you really have? Yeah. Well, only I, So the same kids have to keep throwing, and it's just it's a, it's too much, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it turns out to be uh, that's can people are trying to throw harder and harder, and you're chasing 90 miles an hour if you're at 87 or 88. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, there's a whole bunch of things. But, but every sport, the point of the conversation is they, the injuries are awful. It's part of it, but we shouldn't be numb to it. I think we should have this sensitivity to the person going through the injury, especially at the professional level, because they honestly aren't a part of that team, like if they're missing the year. They're, it's just not a part of it. You would try like heck to be a part of it, but you're really not. And uh, that's uh, that's got to be a bummer on a lot of different levels. Tariq Cohen injured today. We'll see if it stunts any chance of him ever uh, coming back into the NFL. Uh, we have the 4 o'clock hour coming up. We will uh, continue to talk more about some of the local scene and more football, of course. And the question out there, who are some of the best high school teams you've seen from this area in any sport? We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 